Ladies and gentlemen, sit back and get comfortable. But not too comfortable. It's the WCHL Podcast with WCHL Commissioner Christopher Perry and Andrew Majorkirk. All righty there, Andrew. How are you doing today? I am doing great. How is everybody else doing? Doing okay, doing okay. Hey, I am the commish, Chris Perry of the Western Collegiate Hockey League. That voice you hear on the other side, that's my very best friend in all the world, Andrew Majorkirth. Andrew, I couldn't help myself. Are you familiar at all with like the WWE and like with the, when, back when Raw was huge? I, You know, I watched it. I had some cousins when I was younger that yeah. I watched it back when Steve Austin and What's um oh the Undertaker like all those guys were big. Do you remember like Degeneration X? Uh, there, there was a there was a tag a team bit. there was a tag team out there and it was uh the New Age Outlaws and it was the the Road Dog Jesse James and uh, uh, the 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 Billy Gunn and they would always intro- they would have this little rap you know oh and we are the New Age Outlaws and I am R O D double O G blah 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 Jesse James and. And they would point to one another when they're doing it. And every yeah. time I hear Ben do our little intro with the commissioner, Christopher Perry, I'm pointing at me. And with uh, <laughs> Andrew Majorkirth, I'm pointing at you. And I'm like, you know, we're not in a wrestling ring and it's not 1985 all over again, but it sure does seem pretty darn good. That's a heck of an intro. Yeah, that's a good intro right there. We, that's, need, uh, we, need to send, we need to send Ben a nice little birthday card or a nice little thank you or something. We do. We do. Yeah. We do. Well, hey, uh, there's no hockey going on. Um, there's no nothing going on except for a whole lot of, of, uh, quarantining. So we figured what the heck, let's, uh, have ourselves a little podcast and let's talk for a bit, catch up, find out how people are doing. Let us know if you're still alive or not. So Andrew, yep. you're alive. I am here. All right. We're done. Live and kicking. All yep, right. See you, later. see you later. Bye-bye. No. Hey, uh, so you, but you're doing well. I'm doing great. Yeah. yeah. Family's doing good. So yeah, we're hanging in there. Well, your wife is a registered nurse, so yep. she's one of these frontline folks that's going to the hospital every day and helping people out. Yep. Yep. She is, uh, she is a surgery nurse. So she, they've had a few people come through that have, uh, that have had it. So they've just had to be extra precautious with everything they do. And so far, so good. So far, so good. Knock on wood here. I'll knock on my head there. Knock on, yeah. there. Knock on wood. Wow. Well, that's uh, that's some scary stuff. Now, granted, we're here in Oklahoma. Andrew is a little bit north of me in scenic Moore, Oklahoma. Are you yep. Moore or are you Oklahoma City? Uh, Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City. I'm down in Norman uh, here at the uh, hub of the universe. Yep. And uh, so we, well, while this COVID-19 is all over the place, uh, it and it's here, it's not anything to, to laugh or joke about, but we're not getting it like New York City is. Yeah, no, we're, we're, we're pretty calm yeah, with it. So, yeah. well, so, so, but your wife is, she's dealing with it and you have enough PPE and all that jazz. Yep. She, uh, oh, probably a month ago now, um, all my days are running together here, but yeah. Probably about a month ago, she sat down and we went to the store and got a bunch of fabric and elastic and all of that. And she sewed up a bunch of masks and all of that. So she has those that she that she wears around when she goes to the grocery store and different things like that. And then uh, 
she has them at backup for if she has to go to work and they don't have them. So what a deal. What a deal. Life has changed in the uh, six weeks or however long it's been since uh, the decision was made to cancel the rest of the ACHA season and the national tournament and all that jazz. Yeah. I'm I'm still a little disappointed that we didn't get to do nationals in Frisco, but smarter people prevailed and, and canceled it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, let's let's not go too far with the smarter people. Don't want to give them a big head or anything, right? <laughs> right, right. Jeez, but but, uh, but yeah, it's uh, it was it's it's just crazy to think that that was you know literally six wow. weeks ago. Yep. And uh, you know how times have changed. We're literally just now talking like it's normal about going to uh, the store wearing a mask, and you know the, the fact that stores and restaurants and you know everything life has changed you know we're and it's you know there's no sports there's no nothing going on here for six weeks yeah it's been uh, a lot of a lot of empty time to fill yep a lot of empty time to fill so so tell us andrew how have you been filling your empty time uh you know what i have been doing a lot of home projects around the house. Come on. You don't yeah. need to come on Tim tool time. We don't yeah. You've been watching a lot of Netflix like all the rest of us. Admit it. Oh, Netflix in the evening times for sure. <laughs> the, uh, all right. So I, t- tell us about your daytime tool projects. Uh, so little known fact, I have a, I am a novice woodworker. So I have built some furniture for my wife <laughs> for the house. How do you become a novice woodworker? You found your way to Lowe's or Home Depot or what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I built some. Uh, I built some nightstands for yeah. our bedroom, and then I've got the uh, matching bed all queued up, and just got to go get the material and start working on that. Let's see. I have. I've done just about everything. I've built some flower beds outside. I've built a fence. I've mowed about 10 times in <laughs> ten, 10 days in a row just for something to do. They, uh, yeah, you name it. You name it. I've done it. Well, the one thing you haven't named is the one thing that does pertain to hockey. Um, there was a little announcement uh, this time last week, I think it was, uh, with regard yeah. to the University of Oklahoma hockey team. Um, there's been a change in terms of the head coach and also a change in terms of the general manager. Yep, um, all the yeah. all the office office staff, everything's changed. Uh, Josh Berge is no longer the head coach at the University of Oklahoma. His assistant Austin Miller, longtime assistant, has uh, finally assumed the head role, yep. and so he'll take over. Uh, Austin will be the head coach going into the 2020-2021 season, and then our very own lead Zamboni driver, head ice uh, head of ice procurement at the Blazers Ice Center, Andrew Majorkerth is now the general manager for the OU, OU hockey team. What a what a promotion that is, right? Yeah, I don't, from I, I don't, I don't, director of ice procurement. Yeah, I don't know whether to say congratulations or I'm so sorry, or both. What a, yeah, what a what a dip in the barrel that was to come up from with the ice procurement guy to make him GM, right? <laughs> they're, a, they're, they're scraping the bottom of the barrel, that's for sure. What a what a reach that was. Yeah. So so <laughs> so tell us, Mister uh, Mister Novice Wood Woodworker. How did all of that, uh, how did that come to fruition? Uh, so the, what was the current general manager, the general manager outgoing, Larry Donovan, he uh, decided to step step aside when uh, Josh um, stepped down to pursue other uh, avenues. And everybody just kind of looked at me. I was the, I was kind of the only guy around the program that had the experience with all the different facets of running the team. 
And they all just kind of looked at me and said, all right, you're the guy. You're the new GM. And you were dumb enough to say yes? I don't know if I ever technically said yes. <laughs> it was just kind of, hey, you're the new GM. And they and they ran with it. So I don't know if I really ever said yes. I just kind of was voluntold to do it. So Well, I hate to break it to you, pal, but I read a, a, a press release and it had a quote and it had your name next to it that said, yeah. I'm the new GM. So I think yeah. you're it. Yeah, and I'm, I got suckered into it for one season at least, right? Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Well, congratulations. You've been there. Uh, you've been around the program uh, a number of years now, 12, 13, wow. 14 years maybe. Yeah, I was I was trying to think. I think this is my – this will be going into my 12th season with the program. You've seen, uh, as you said, Larry Donovan was the general manager. You were there when Peter Arvanitas was the general manager. Um, yep. You were there when uh, I think Alan Gray was the general manager yeah, for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, Alan Gray was. He was. I think he was kind of headed out when uh, when I came in. And yeah, so you've 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 got to see uh, quite a few folks in that position and what it takes. So I, I have a lot of confidence that you can get it done. Yeah, yeah. I've I've been around, seen a lot of teams and all that. Seen the good and the bad and the ugly, right? Uh huh. Uh huh. Well, good for you. But, uh, good for you. So what? So now, now that you've assumed this mantle for the uh, at least a week officially, I'm sure you've been doing this unofficially now for a little while. Yep. Um, what's what what what's been the thing that surprised you the most, or what's been the thing that has uh, surprised you the least? Maybe the thing that you sure, yeah, this is exactly what I thought it was. Um, I don't know. Probably uh, the thing that surprised me most is how big of a pain it is for scheduling when you're. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. When we're, uh, you know, it's me and Austin have uh, talked, and we have a plan. We're kind of kind of technically late to the ball game for this season to make a bunch of changes but the 21 22 season we have some ideas on some ways to make it easier for ourselves um so i'd say just the pain and trying to schedule with everybody else and trying to get them to come and go and all that and and as we've talked before just the budget wise right trying to uh trying to make everything work and try to make as good a schedule as you can make and still stay within budget where you're not breaking the bank so that's been 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 a little bit of a pain, yeah. So kind of kind of surprising, but not really. And uh, I think the easiest part has just been how just communicating with some of the uh, people around the league, you know, saying, "Hey, you know, I've got these dates, and I need to fill this, and I need to fill that. What do you got?" And kind of shuffling it back and forth. And I've I've known I've known some people around the league and all that, but just kind of getting to know some more of the coaches and all that, just kind of how easy it is to to talk and just like we're talking here right it's yep. you just call them up and they're all easy going and just hey you know i've got this i've got that let me know and we can make it all work so most people in the acha are straight shooters and if they can make it work they'll tell you and if they can't make it work they'll tell you yeah and uh yeah yeah well i'm not surprised with the uh, scheduling and with the budget because those are the two main gritches and it's you're right it's tough to schedule uh it's tough to start scheduling in march yeah. and april um, yep. oh. when, when everybody else gets all their scheduling done in October, November. Yep. So you're a little bit behind the eight uh, ball, yeah. but you'll, I'm sure you'll catch up. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I talked to, uh, coach law up at Missouri state, uh, last week or the week before Yeah. I was trying to, uh, switch some things around on the schedule to, to fit another trip in. And I was going to have to move some games with, uh, Mer- or, uh, Midland and I was going to have to move some games with Missouri state and trying to get it all to work. And he was telling me along with, uh, Mr. Steve Casson up there, their media guy that 
they had a full slate. And I want to say they said either 42 or 44 games in December, and they cut back to 36. Whoa. And they, and they had it finished before Christmas break. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, that's the, impressive. Holy smokes, yeah. How do you like to – that's 44 games. Jeez, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. They cut it back to 36. Smart. That's smart. Yep, yep. Well, so, very, very good. Well, hey, congratulations. I and uh, once again, our condolences. Now I can never make fun of you, I guess, with uh, shaking your pom-poms, huh? Are you going to have to leave the podcast because of this? No, will I don't it, plan on it. Will it be a conflict of interest, Andrew, for you to talk about your own team? No, I don't plan on it. They Because right, uh, right. we know they're going to win all the conference games anyway. So. Oh, God. Yeah, there we <laughs> go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, very, very good. Very good. Well, that's kind of exciting. That's kind of exciting. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's going to be fun. The um, I'm just trying to think around the uh, the conference if we have any other news. Um, Missouri State, we still have Jeremy Law there. Uh, Central yeah. Oklahoma, still Michael Rivera. Um, Colorado is still with Benny Toller. Colorado State, I think, is kind of up in the air. I don't know what's. I need to communicate with those guys. See what they're up to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a student led program, and so uh, I hope it's still Joel Weeks and Jamie Wicks, but. Um, you know, it's they they haven't been on the ice for, or they haven't even been around for since March, since spring break. Yeah, so who knows? It's been a while. Yeah. And then out west, we have the three new teams in Grand Canyon, Vegas, and uh, Utah, with uh, U of A and ASU. So yeah, kind of uh, that's that's. I think we're I think we're good. Hopefully, there's no more yep. coaching changes. Yep, and I know uh, I know there's been some big player announcements. Uh, Bailey Marshall, yeah, is coming back to U of A. And then uh, the one that I've really noticed is, oh, uh, Missouri State. They have been super active on Twitter. Really? Yeah, they've been they've done a cool little thing, um, doing player interviews for a quarantine, asking them what they've been doing during the quarantine and <laughs> and all of this. So I thought that was kind of I thought that was kind of cool. It's kind of nice. I, I've noticed uh, that there are some teams around the, our conference that are. Uh, uh, announcing some of the new recruits, Missouri State's uh, one of them. Uh, your team, Oklahoma, is one of them. Arizona's one of them. Yep. We've got a Vegas is one of them. We've got a list of those uh, men's division one recruits. It's up on the ACHA website under uh, it's under the men's division one tab. We are trying to compile a, a list of all seventy two teams. So that's kind of it's uh, kind of wild. Yep. So very, very good. Well, hey, congratulations again, yeah. and um, uh, good luck to you. Good luck to you. Yeah. Kind of scary. Yeah. I got, yeah, it, it's, <laughs> I've got the reins, so watch out. <laughs> That's scary. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, uh, let's let's take a quick break, and then uh, we'll, on the other side, we'll come back, and we'll get into Andrew and his uh, Netflix and the quarantine podcast and all that jazz. There okay? you go. Hold on. Alrighty, Andrew, had to take a quick break, had to run away and go wash my hands really quick. You know, it is yep. quarantine time and everything. So, yep. Yep. uh, wash your hands every five minutes. Oh, boy. Man, what a deal. We've gone through 
so much soap and you know antibacterial stuff and man i'm just rubbing my rub my hands raw here it's like i'm a 13 year old boy all over again no i know it jeez all right so hey um quarantine time let's let's i mean we can talk about uh hockey but you know not a whole lot's going on in hockey we're you know we're we're trying to figure out what's going on in terms of uh are we playing are we not playing you know, in the fall and in the spring and, you know, trying to come up with scenarios, trying to have plans in place yep. depending on what happens. So yeah, yeah, we're there you go. Yeah. There, there's your, a, there's your ACHA update. Yeah. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't, don't know. We don't know. We're trying, we're trying to figure it out. We think we have a good handle on it, but uh, yeah. we're trying to figure it out. And I think a lot of schools too, like OU is going to go back to class in the fall. But who knows? They may say no club sports, no travel, right? Well, that's just it. I mean, we're you know the ACHA. It's a it's a different beast and a different monster than the NCAA and surely than any pro teams because the NHL um, they can say okay, all you thirty two teams, you're going to go uh, isolate yourselves in four cities, and you know yeah. th- this is how it's going to go. Or what was the new uh, uh, supposedly for Major League Baseball? All thirty teams are going to split up on in three divisions based on geography. Yeah. Yeah, Arizona was going to be one spot. Um, somewhere down in Florida was going to be another one. I don't remember where the third one was at. Yeah, I think it might be like Texas. But yeah. um, they're basically going to get rid of the National League and American League, and they're going to start play, what, July 1st or July 4th? And, um, so it's, yeah. yeah, do a 100-game season as opposed to 162, which – that's not yeah. bad. Hey, whatever. Uh, but, they, you know, they can do that. Uh, ACHA, yeah. we have 500 teams um all in 48 different states and so we're subject to the whims of governors you know we, we don't have and i'm not trying to be political here but let's let's just call it what it is we don't have a one national directive we have a hodgepodge and a uh, uh, a crazy quilt of um orders or stay at home or safer at home or whatever you want to call them restrictions yep. some people have them some people don't yeah, some so people it's kinda, it's wild. Yeah, yeah so it's with with 500 teams in 48 different states, yeah, it's kind of tough to make a blanket decision because Oklahoma might be ready to play, but Colorado might not be. Yeah, because they can't. Yeah, so who knows? It's going to be weird, right? Yeah, and uh, yeah, and you and you hit the nail on the head. We also throw in there are some programs that are run by their athletic department. There are some yes. programs where the school barely knows they even exist. Yep. So it's you're yeah. There's a lot of variables that you go into it. I'll be surprised if we see. All seventy some odd teams in D one in action this fall. There's, yeah, I'm right there with you. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm very hopeful. I'm trying to be yes. as uh, glass half full as possible. That we're going to start on time with, um, <clears throat> excuse me, with um, in September with seventy two teams. But I'm also in in finish in Boston in March. But I'm also realistic that um, you know not everyone's going to be at the same place at the same time. So yeah. No, um, that's- yeah, I don't, if we, you know, I've, I've, re- I've recommended that if, uh, for instance, in the WCHL, we have 10, we have 10 teams now. What do we do if eight of the 10 teams are ready to go, but two teams can't? Does that mean, yeah. or are prohibited? Does that mean that we have to wait for them or not? And I've recommended that we don't wait. I mean, let's just yep. play. Just, and if they can't, they can't. Yeah. yeah. Let's play with what we got. So. Um, anyways, that's what we're doing on the ACHA side of things. I know they also announced St. Louis. Um, did we, I don't, I forget if we talked about that or not, but they've announced. I don't think we did. Yeah. That's, I don't think we did. It's official now for St. Louis. Yep. ACHA nationals in 2021 are going to Marlboro, Massachusetts at the New England sports center. 
In 2022, it's going to go to the beautiful Centene Community Ice Center in suburban St. Louis. And that place is phenomenal. Yep. Practice ice of the St. Louis Blues with an overflow over at uh, Maryville University's. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm still stumbling. I haven't gotten any better at <laughs> podcasting, Andrew. I tell you, the break has not, the break has not untangled my tongue. Um, but the, at the Maryville University Hockey Center. Um, in God, where is that? That's not Chesterfield. That's in uh, no, it is Chesterfield. Yeah, I was gonna say, I thought it was Chesterfield. Yeah, Saint uh, Centine is in like Saint Charles, I think it is. Yeah, something, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, uh, so that's that'll be kind of exciting, and uh, who knows where we're going after that, but um, uh, St. Louis will be a little bit closer to uh, to the WCHL teams than um, yeah, that'll be awesome. Yeah, and it it's for us it's eight hours up the road, actually seven, seven and a half. But um, uh, it's also the the nice thing about St. Louis is um, if you do concentric circles from uh, using St. Louis as your center. Uh, I thought I saw a graphic. I'm ninety nine percent sure I saw this graphic that said that eighty percent of ACHA teams not just d1 but acha teams are within a 10-hour drive of oh, st so louis that's perfect right yeah yeah so that's... yeah it was it was insane and for like the teams that made nationals it was like 75 or 80 percent are within like a nine yeah, hour see, nine hour drive and that's what and that's what you need right it's yeah you need like we've talked about it before like going back to the way far back in the East coast and all that. Yeah. It, it's fun. It's a different trip that you don't, that you don't ever do. But when we, when these teams fight budgets every year, is it really, is it really economical for all the teams to go have to travel that far? Right. Yep. Yep. And it's, you know, the nice thing is at least from my perspective and I get it, we're always going to have whiners, right? There's oh, yeah. always going to be, we were never going to make everybody happy all the time. Uh, so you just have to make the best decision for the organization. And I'm not saying I make that decision because I don't, but uh, I offer my opinion. Um, it, I just thought it was funny. The the people that moaned and groaned the loudest about going to Dallas were the people who were moaning and groaning the loudest about not being allowed by their school to go to Dallas because of <laughs> right. the coronavirus. Yeah. You know, there were, there were um, uh, uh, change.org petitions out there, and oh, it, was, yeah. it was crazy. It was ironic. Yeah. You know, the irony was not lost on me. So um, I'm sure that uh, while we can't make everybody happy with, uh, with, um, with uh, Boston, I'm sure St. Louis will be a lot more palatable for a lot more schools. So uh, I'm yeah, excited that, about going up there. Yeah. It'll, it'll be I a great place. Yeah it'll be, yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, yeah, and I know that by then you'll be familiar with the place because as the GM for the Oklahoma team, you'll have been there a few times. Yeah, hopefully so, right? Yeah, I'm sure you got Linda Wood on your schedule. So I'm sure that uh, I'm sure that Linda Wood just put a placeholder in there for Oklahoma. They said yeah, uh, they, Oklahoma will eventually get around to calling us. Yeah, we we play them every year, right? So yeah. Just, Put a little bookmark in there, and they'll be they'll be ringing our door here pretty soon. There right? you go. That's the way it goes. That's that's the way it works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So, uh, so what, I'm trying to think of what else we've done in the ACHA. We, uh, you know, there hasn't been much. Well, I shouldn't say that. There's been a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of stuff going on uh, behind the curtain. Yeah. Um. I, I. I'll tell you that I think. Shh, don't tell anybody. But I think in July there might be a redesign at ACHAHockey.org. 
Oh, thank God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be my picture up there. <laughs> Just look at something to print out and shoot darts at. So. Yeah, but that, so I think, I think that's coming in July. Awesome. Yeah. No, no, did we, uh, did we mention on the last podcast that the uh, Liberty coach, Kirk Candy, won coach of the year? Ooh, there you go. Look at you coming through with the news. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There, there we go. Hey, let's 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 talk about that because that's some great stuff. Kirk Handy was the uh, ACHA Coach of the Year, um, and you know, as part of that, um, he was one of four finalists along with uh, WCHL's um, Chad Berman from yep. uh, the University of Arizona. Chad was one of the uh, one of the finalists for the uh, for the Coach of the Year, so that's kind of cool. It is. The um, I'm just trying to think here. We had um, if I could go, I, I should know where all these things are, since I'm the doofus that posted all of them. <laughs> um, well, here you know, let's let's start off. You just said Kirk Handy was the um, was the coach of the year. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, Chad Berman from Arizona was one of the th- one of the other three finalists. Yeah, Calvin. Along, along with, uh, no, 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 it was Adrian. Adrian, uh, Adrian's yeah. uh, coach, his name is Gary Astalos, and Drexel's coach, Kyle Zoldi. Yes. So those were your uh, four finalists in, in Kirk. Uh, Kirk's a, gr- a great guy. Yeah, he's awesome. And, uh, you know, Liberty, I give Liberty a hard time because they bleach their hair and they always underperform <laughs> at, uh, at nationals. But uh, it's a heck of a place to play and, uh, yeah. you know, Say what you want about their politics. They they have uh, they have a good little hockey program over there. And Kirk is a uh, he's a he's a really good guy. And uh, so it, it was, I was glad to see that he won the coach of the year. I would have rather yeah. you know would I rather Chad Berman won it? Of course. But you know if Chad couldn't get it, then uh, Kirk's not a bad uh, bad choice. Not a bad not a bad second, right? Yeah, yeah. And then um, let's see here on the all rookie team. For the ACHA, we had uh, two, let me see here, I think we had two, yep, two kids from the WCHL make the ACHA all-rookie team. Uh, Oh, someone's going to be upset with us, but it was number 19, Clayton Lackey from the Arizona State University Sun Devils. He made the Uh uh, all-rookie team for the ACHA, along with number nine from the University of Arizona, the defenseman, Cameron Timor. So we had a little WCHL, we had what, Two of the seven guys on the team? Yep. Should be. Why do they have? They have three defensemen. Hmm. I wonder why that is. Oh, well. Three Uh, forwards, three defense. It just goes to show the ACHA can't count. (laughs) So uh, there you go. But two guys uh, from the WCHL on the uh, all-rookie team. And then uh, a kid out of Liberty, a kid named Colin Baird, he won the uh, rookie rookie of the the year. year. Yep. And then... uh Ohio, what is it? Uh, Gianni Evangelisti won Player of the Year. He won Player of the Year, uh, which was uh, for the the all around. Yeah, and he, uh, kid, he put up he put up a ton of points. We had some kids, um, some kids from the WCHL that made the uh, Division One All Athletic Team. Uh, Anthony Churro, uh, goaltender from Arizona, was uh, made honorable mention. And let's see here, Anthony Cusinelli from U of A. He also made honorable mention as well as number 61, Niall Mills from UCO. Yep. Then there was a bunch of kids from Minot and, you know, other places. Who cares about them, right? Yeah, um, yeah who cares? Yeah, so that's uh, that was honorable mention. Then over here on third team, we didn't have anybody. 
Linua, Liberty, Indiana Tech, Davenport, blah, 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 blah. Who cares? So that's a uh, third team. Do we have anybody on the second team? I don't know that we did. Wait, that might have been it. Whoop. Let's look at the second team. Second team, Ohio, Adrian. Yeah, poop. Nobody there either. Ohio, Ohio. Yeah. Nobody on the first team either. Um, and then we had Giovanni Evangelisti uh, or Gianni Evangelisti. Yep. Uh, from Ohio, as Andrew said, he was the pl- Division One Player of the Year. Player of the Year. So uh, good for Gianni Evangelisti. He was up for the award along with Quinn Ryan from Liberty, Jared Vertanian from Calvin, and Nick LeBurn from Michigan Dearborn. All of those schools had some pretty decent seasons. I don't know oh, about yeah. the, I don't know about the Calvin kid, but uh, apparently he put up eh. a lot of points. But who the hell did they play, right? Yeah, exactly. That's that's always been my beef. Yeah, you know. we yeah we we beat the we beat the snot out of each other out here in the West. So tougher tougher games, right? Well, I like to think so. Now I'll, I'll yeah. you know it's yeah I'll, it's kind of interesting. I was going to give you some inside baseball there. How about this? There's a there's a person who we did not name that's on one of those lists that's already looking to transfer. Really. Mm-hmm. So is he is he transferring? Where's he? Is he wanting to come to the Midwest? Uh, he's wanting to come to the best conference in the damn ACHA, the Western Collegiate Hockey League. Oh boy! Yep. So oh boy! So we'll just leave it at that and see what happens. Awesome. But uh, yeah, so <laughs> look at you breaking out the ACHA news. You're a better ACHA publicity hound than I am. Hey, you know, I figure those guys probably like me a little more. Well, let's not go that far. <laughs> let's not go that far so that's pretty cool all right andrew now now's the time that everyone's been li- uh everyone that's listening all 11 listeners they they want to get to know they want to know what you've really been doing that you've been making flower beds you've been building stuff with your yeah. bare hands i'm yeah. sure you're just ripping meat with your teeth oh what, yeah what give me your your top three netflix suggestions or your top three whatever it is that you're watching on tv your quarantine, uh, your quarantine must-watch list. Let's see. So we're uh, we're watching Waco right now on Netflix. Now, what what is is that about the 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 storming of the compound in Waco? Yeah, yeah, the Branch Davidians down there at Mount Carmel in in Waco, Texas. They, okay. Uh, very very interesting. We watched uh, like five episodes in a row last night. Stayed up till about one in the morning doing it. Oh. <laughs> so. So yeah, it's 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 pretty it's pretty uh, captivating, I would say the least. You know how it ends, don't you? I do know how it ends. Okay, all right, all right. We, and we were and we were talking about that at work this afternoon, and I said, you know what I said is weird. There's some things that happen in history that you can that you just remember where you were at when it when the news broke and when you heard about it and all that. And I said, you know, I said I was ten or eleven years old when that happened, and I said I know exactly where I was. Sitting in my dad's car, waiting on him to come out of a uh, real estate office, I believe, when it came across breaking news on the radio that that thing had gone up in flames and and all of that. Mm. The uh, yeah, wild then stuff. I, yep. Okay. Yeah. So Waco on, and that's on Netflix. Waco on Netflix. Yep. All right. And then the and then the latest craze, and I'm sure everybody's heard about it, is I've already watched Tiger King on Netflix. <laughs> Yeah, that's about the redneck here in Oklahoma that had the tigers and tried to kill Carol Baskin in the whole nine yards. Yeah, that's, <laughs> you, that's not a that's not a good representation of all of Oklahoma. But 
Yeah, so don't don't take don't watch it and then think any less of Chris and I because that's not who we are. <laughs> you know, I can't I can't tell you how many people when that came out when that was released and that was that hit right as the quarantine hit, right? It did. Yeah, it was perfect timing for per- the quarantine and when per- that hit. Perfect, perfect timing. And I can't tell you, Andrew, how many texts and calls I got <laughs> asking how far away are you from that zoo? Yeah. Do, do you know Joe? And <laughs> is everybody in Oklahoma like that? You know, it's, you know, it's funny is if I've never met the guy, but like taking my daughter to uh, Christmas parades and stuff around town, like you've seen the guy in public. You know? Oh I yeah. 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 I mean, you don't know him, but you've seen him cause, and it's just like, holy smokes. Like he sticks out even then. Right. You're like, look at that weirdo. Wow. All right. So Waco and the tiger King, man, you're on a roll. You are uh, two for two, I think so far. What's your yeah. third one? And then, and then we watched a movie the other night called Molly's game. About a uh, about a downhill mogul skier that almost qualified for the Olympics, and she um, didn't make it. So she started running uh, illegal poker rings, like high stakes poker rings. And yeah, it's, uh, yeah, that that was very interesting. Huh? Yeah, well, Molly's game based on a based on a true story. When when you said Molly's game, the first thing I thought of was drugs, and I was like, "Whoa, where's this going?" Yeah. And then yeah, so high stakes poker, huh? High stakes poker. Yep, she got busted for uh, running illegal high stakes poker rings in new york and la wow i'll have to check it out yeah. molly's game okay so andrew's top three are waco tiger king and molly's game yep all right well you took one of mine with tiger king but what can you say <laughs> i mean i think everybody's by now has seen the tiger king and oh yeah, yeah. Um, we just again want to reiterate uh, there are dentists in oklahoma <laughs> no doubt uh, not all of us have our nipples pierced um, not all of us, uh, uh, walk around without shirts on to show off our tattoos. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh God, it was, and, yeah. And I, so I read a thing on Facebook and it interviewed that the toothless guy. And I guess right after they got through filming the documentary series, his part was over with, he had actually gone to the dentist and got his teeth fixed and all that. And he was, he was upset with Netflix because they didn't come back and interview him and let him clear the air that he didn't get that mouth from meth, that he was born that way. It was genetics that his teeth fell out of his head and it was nothing to do with drugs. And he, he had his teeth fixed the whole nine yards. It was like, holy smokes. Wow. Well, I, yeah. I, I'll tell you this. There's a, oh. and maybe you, maybe you've seen it. Maybe you haven't. There's a after show, uh, an episode eight for the tiger King series I didn't, haven't watched that one. In which they interview most of the usual suspects. Everybody except for Joe, except for Doc Antle, and except for that bitch Carol at, uh, Baskin, <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> so that, that was that was that was what that was what her name became. When you yeah. It wasn't just Carol; yeah. it was that bitch Carol Baskin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, anyways, uh, and, and yeah, that fella who you're talking about, uh, he appears on there wearing a Is shirt he? and with straight teeth. There you so, go. Yeah. There you go. So that's yeah. I knew. So that thing I read was before that eighth episode came out. So it's uh, and it's a quarantine edition. It's everyone. Everyone zoomed in. So uh, nice. it's it's kind of special. So okay. So here we go. Here's here's my three, and um, in in no particular order. Okay, okay. Uh, and we'll have to talk about this. Uh, what what leads me to number one because. Um, my daughter is home from school on quarantine. Uh, so I'm being subjected to some of the stuff that she prefers to watch. And, uh, uh, she turned us on to the morning show on Apple TV. 
which um which is actually i i just rolled my eyes i was like oh you know that's what a dad has to do you got to sit and suffer right you got to yep. have tea parties and dance and get mm-hmm. made up that's what you do with your daughters yep. so yeah i'll sit and watch the stupid show with her and it actually turned out to be pretty darn good it's 10 episodes an hour long each and it's loosely based on the today show and you know matt lauer being uh being just a dirt ball and uh, yeah I- it's pretty good it was I think good. my I think my wife mentioned something about that wanting to watch the that miniseries. It's it's very good. It's it's very good, and uh, you should watch it. A lot of a lot of uh, uh, you can see a lot of parallels between a lot of different uh, personalities. Yeah. Uh, so that's so so the morning show for for me on Apple TV. Um, uh, we've watched um, we've watched an awful lot of Netflix. We've watched way too much Netflix. Oh man. Netflix and Hulu. Uh, yeah, yeah, isn't that the truth? Um, but the one thing on Netflix, obviously, you mentioned Tiger King. Something that was very surprising to me was a movie uh, on Netflix called Spencer Confidential with uh, one of the Wahlberg brothers. I think it's Mark. Yeah. I think it's Mark. Yeah, it's not Donnie. Um, I have to think: is it Marky Mark or is it the new kid? <laughs> um, but it was Marky Mark, and uh, yeah, it was it was entertaining. I mean, it was stupid. It was check your brain at the door type of stuff. You know, yeah. don't. Don't look too hard for plot holes because they're everywhere. Yeah, yeah. But, but you know, if you're looking for an hour and a half of mindless entertainment on TV, you're, it's uh, good. Yeah, it was pretty good. So uh, I would put that with a with a with a uh, number two. There you go. A, a runner up for number two would be. Well, I haven't seen him. You're going to think I'm dumb, but I I've never seen the John Wick movies up until now. I haven't either. Oh, I'm telling you what, Andrew. They, they would be perfect movies, and you'll you'll appreciate this. They would be perfect road trip bus movies. Bus movies. Yep. See. Nothing. Not, not too afraid if you fall asleep during the middle of it. No, nothing but death and destruction. <laughs> I mean, it's nothing but but death and destruction. Um, so it's perfect for the bus. Um, but uh, so that would be two. But my third choice, it's it's something that's you're going to think I'm goofy. You already think I'm goofy. Oh, no, but it's no. on <laughs> it's on NBC Sunday nights, and it's a little cute little show called Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Oh God, you're watching that? It's it is hilarious, and it oh. is great. Oh. Yes, I love it. Oh, I abs- I'm going to re- I'm have to rethink my decision on being a member of this podcast. <laughs> it's about this computer nerd, who uh, uh, Zoe, who uh, has an accident in an MRI, and now she can hear, instead of, um, uh, she can hear basically people's intimate uh, inner thoughts, and, and, yeah. but they express them through song and dance. Oh yeah, and so like she's in a coffee in a coffee house, and some she sees a cute guy, and you know he starts singing, you know I think I love you, and uh, you know it's 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 pretty good stuff, so it's entertaining, and, oh, and yeah. I enjoy it. So. Oh yeah, my wife's my wife's watching that one also. Well, she has excellent taste. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> it's awful. Listen to you. Oh no, I I I enjoy it. So so my three are. Uh, the morning show, um, uh, um, what did I say? Oh, uh, Spencer Confidential and, yeah, and uh, Spencer Zoe's and Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Yeah, next week when we talk, you're gonna have watched Waco, and that's gonna be on your list. Oh, I'm yeah, I'm definitely gonna put it on there. Waco is definitely on there. There's another very, one. That's, very captivating. There's another one that's on the Apple uh, thing that I want to watch. It's a documentary about the Beastie Boys. Um, so yeah. I want to I want to see I'm that one a, too. I'm not a big Beastie Boys fan, but. Um, yeah, it looks interesting. I like that kind of stuff. I watched a documentary the other day about ZZ Top. Yep, I watched that one too. That was pretty good. Yeah, you told me yeah. about it. That was awesome. I did tell you about it. Yeah, that was a good one. I want to watch that Beastie Boys one. ZZ Top, I watched. Uh, you watched. You told me about ZZ Top, and that was very good. 
Um, I remember being a little kid in Boston. And when I say a little kid, like nine, ten years old, and they were coming around on their, I called it Deguayo. Um, it's the Degalo tour or whatever it was. Uh, it was when they went around in, I think it was like, like 1976, 77 on a stage that was shaped in the state of Texas. And they actually brought on stage like a big longhorn steer and they had chickens yeah. and stuff on stage. And I yeah. never saw it. They played three uh, nights at the Boston garden. Yeah. You didn't see it. Uh, no, I didn't see it. I was too young to go to concerts, but I heard all about it the next day. And I just thought to myself, what kind of crazy freaking band <laughs> would bring a cow up on stage. <laughs> yeah. And sure enough that uh yeah. that 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 Netflix documentary showed it right there. Yeah, they that, did. They that's talked exactly about it. what they did. Yep, they sure did. It was a traveling circus. It was wild it was stuff. A, so I saw yeah. that and I also saw the uh uh the the documentary for Rush the band and I realize that's kind of a uh I haven't seen that one yet. Rush is kind of an acquired taste. Yeah, you got to be a boy. I don't think there's many females out there that like Rush. Yeah. But um, it's kind of a nerdy band. But that was pretty good too, just to see where they came from. And uh, you know, they didn't focus most. Uh, they didn't focus most of their attention on the moving pictures, permanent waves era of you know when they finally hit it big. But it, they kind yeah. of gave it the same amount of time as they gave all the rest of their albums. Yeah, uh, no, so it's pretty good. We watched another one. I, I could have put it on my list. Um, yeah, it's a, a movie that we watched the other night called Charlie Says. <laughs> It's, uh, yeah, the three women that uh, were involved with Charles Manson. Oh, and no. The, and the murder of Sharon Tate and then the uh, that other family, and I, their last name skips my mind right now. But yeah, it's about, it's like a two, two and a half hour movie, but it's all kind of kind of set in prison with them being interviewed and all that and, and flashing back and Charlie says this and Charlie says that. And yeah, it was kind of weird to watch but very very intriguing once it was all once it finished and concluded you were like huh you know i think i think andrew if you look at my list and you compare it to your list (laughs) there's a lot of true crime and uh murder and uh, criminality on your side and on my side there's a lot of uh i don't know um let's say uh music's let's say music but some uh not not so serious but um oh i don't know better (laughs) yeah i think uh you know i think i might have to say it here but i think you may be feeding us a line of crap (laughs) (laughs) no no yeah we uh well hey speaking of uh feeding a line of crap I want to say a special thank you. Um, out of the blue the other day, Andrew, you and I, we, we got a, a text message from a fellow who listens to the podcast out of California. Yep. And uh, they're shut down, quarantined, just like the rest of us. He was looking for a place where his sons could skate. His name is Steve. And um, he says he listens to the podcast religiously. And I just want to say, Steve, we're so very thankful but we're also so very sorry. So very sorry. I yeah. mean, come on. <laughs> There's got to be sure. Notice on none of our list was doing a podcast. Yeah, no, <laughs> it was not, always not watching something else. Hey, uh, yeah. Nope. I've, uh, he, uh, Steve reached out to you and then uh, you put him in touch with me and I've emailed him back and forth a couple of times and good. Him and I are trying to work on a couple of things and yeah, go from there. Very, very good. Very good. Well, Andrew, I'm yeah. going to need you to come on over to my place. If you're building flower beds, I just need you to, um, I just need you to take some sh- take some stuff away. I almost hey, I almost cussed. It. I almost gave us an E right there on the podcast. 
We, uh, I've got some stuff hey, laying in my front yard that just needs hauled away. For the first time ever, we've got tomato plants planted in the backyard. We've got cucumbers. We've got strawberries. We've got watermelons. Man. We've got hot peppers. You're we, uh, turning into an yeah. urban farmer. Oh, yeah. Next thing you know, I'll be getting a rain barrel for the front of my house. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, can, I can fix you up on that one. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, not we. We've oh. got it going on. I've... Uh, the first weekend of quarantine, we uh, I got out in the street and taught my daughter how to uh, ride her bicycle without the training wheels. Yeah. So every every nice day that the wind hasn't been howling around Oklahoma, we've been out cruising the neighborhood on our bikes. So that's been kind of fun. Because my uh, working at the rink there, we've been cutting out early between one and three o'clock every day. So lots of lots of extra daylight and warm warm air to uh, get outside and mess around. So, taught her how to throw a football the other day. So we've been playing catch with a football and oh my gosh, playing four square and sidewalk chalk and bicycles and scooters and the uh, we went the other day. I'm not a big fisherman, but her and and my wife and my wife's parents met at the neighborhood pond and we uh, fished for about four hours. Couple weekends ago, and she caught sixteen or seventeen fish huh. in a matter of a couple hours. So, yeah, as 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 bad as it's been with everything shut down and people losing their jobs and lives and all of that, it's it's also kind of been nice just to kind of gear back a little bit and slow down and just kind of enjoy what's around us, right? Yeah, just but just think about what you how you how you phrase that though. In spite of everyone losing their job, and instead of the fifty thousand people that are dead, it's been kind of you know nice. Yeah, yeah it's 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 yeah. definitely changed, and it's made us appreciate an awful lot that we I, yeah. that I think we took for granted before all this happened. Yeah, it's so. I yeah, wish it's been. I, I wish fifty thousand people didn't have to die. Right, right. And I wish we didn't have to. I, w- I wish you were still working until five o'clock, so I could you know call you and, and bust your chops <laughs> while you're riding the zamboni. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Instead the, of while you're uh, out playing sidewalk chalk or something, but yeah, yeah, lots of lots of sidewalk chalk and lots of bicycles. I wish your kid so. was. I wish your kid was in school. I wish my kid was in school. So yeah, yeah. Let's not talk about uh, let's not talk about homeschooling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that's not that's not going nearly as well as the outside <laughs> sidewalk chalk and, and bicycles. <laughs> your, your kid might not know how she might not know math, but by God, she knows she caught sixteen fish. That's right. That's right. She can count the 16, <laughs> by God. She can't divide. <laughs> that, she doesn't have any shotting per hour, but she knows her total. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you what. Yeah, well, yeah. it is it is good. Um, you know, our, our business is is chugging along. It's it's Obviously, it's been affected like everybody else's, but um, we're still going. And uh, it's, it's changed because, well, you know me, Andrew. I mean, I'll talk to a wall if you let me. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, you know, when people come in, we're used to having tons of people coming into our office to, because that's we deal with people, and um, it's where service, uh, legal service, and so um, that's just been difficult. You know, instead of uh, uh, just being able to, you know, talk to people and you know shake hands and ask them how they're doing and you know making yeah. sure their things are going well for them. Uh, you're, you know, you're. Yeah. Your poor wife and and secretary have been stuck with you. Yo, they, what are you talking about? I've been stuck with them. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. There. I bet. I bet they'd beg to differ. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason why I'm up on the second floor of the office, and uh, everyone else is on the first floor. 
Yeah, and they and they can shut you down. <laughs> That's right. They lock, they lock that door behind me after after I go up the stairs for the in the morning. They lock the door and say, "Okay, yeah. we'll see you around five, kid." Yeah, come on now. We'll 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 knock on the door and it's time to go home. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, so you know, that's it's changed. I, I like to yeah. uh, I like to talk to people, and I'm not going to say I'm the more social of the two of us because I'm definitely not. But uh, you know, I remember names fairly well, and uh, uh, you know, I so I, I I can relate to folks, and uh, you know, that's just part of what we do, and it's it's tough because. Yeah. You know, you could stand now a couple of feet away and you can't yeah. just accept things, you know, out of people's hands. Everyone's wearing a mask and it's, it's just goofy. I mean, yeah, we got to, we, we got to do it and I, I'm, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying it's different. It's different. Yeah. But it's, it's for all the bad, there's, there's been some good come out of it too, right? Like, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Like we've, we've noticed cause we've been out, we get outside every day that we can, weather permitting and all that we get out and so does everybody else. The, uh. So, you know, just seeing people around the neighborhood and, and all that kind of different stuff and just getting out and having fun and, you know, meeting neighbors that you don't normally meet and waving and small talks and all that. It's been, it's been good in that aspect. There's a lot of, uh, a lot, lot more walkers out there and a lot more, uh, you see a lot more people, especially when I leave in the morning to go to work, there's a lot more people out and about, um, uh, with their families, you know, whether it's walking, riding bikes, doing whatever. So that's, that's yep. kind of cool. Now going to the grocery store is still a challenge. I don't know about you, but I'm, <laughs> I'm, I've become a, uh, I've become pretty darn good at getting what we need. Um, you know, on we the do. first trip, so. we do a lot of curbside pickup now. Yeah. I've been, I've been doing some of that. Uh, my, my friend, the wizard, um, all hat, no cape is tuned me into doing a lot of that, but yeah. You know, there's also a lot of, uh, that has its, I'm, I'm picky. I'm a snot. So you know, <laughs> people want to substitute and I'm like, nah, I don't want that. I, if I yeah. wanted, if I wanted great value or if I wanted, you know, Perry style spaghetti sauce, I would have got it, but I want ragu or I want, yeah. you know, Paul yeah, Newman not, or something like that. So, yeah, it's, yeah, it's been different. I've done, you know, I, I never thought I'd do it, but I've done curbside pickup a couple times at Home Depot now. And- really? Yeah, just yeah, just weird, right? Huh. That is weird. Yeah, yeah I've done the uh the 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 nice thing is about the food. You know, and this is just me cuz I'm I'm lazy. I went to uh Cadoba the other day. Was picking up uh, dinner on the <laughs> way home and yeah. I didn't have to go into the store. They just said what kind of color car are you driving and yep, what time you going to be here? And they bring it out to me and I'm like, "Woohoo, yep. I dig this." Yeah. Yeah, we've done that. There's a uh there's a little uh, Mexican restaurant in Norman that we like to eat at, and it's just a little uh, two brothers, and then one of their wives runs this, owns this little restaurant and uh, runs it. And we got out Saturday and and called, and they're doing curbside pickup, so we called and put an order in. When he when we got there, he came out, recognized us, came out, brought our food, um, gave us our food, and then we stood apart and and talked to him for a few minutes, asked him how things were going and all that, and. Yeah. Kind of wild. Loaded up, loaded up and came home and ate it. Now, let me ask you a question now that you're, um, now that you're official, let's turn this back to hockey really quick. How are you, how do you deal with recruiting or do you deal with recruiting? Do you leave that up to your new head coach? Uh, so yeah. So when I, when it was officially announced that I took over, they had already been pretty much talking to all the kids and all of that. So as we've been doing the announcements for the commitments and all that, I've been talking to the kids saying, Hey, this is, 
I'm going to have our media guy reach out to you and, and do a little interview. And this is who I am. This is my number. This is my email. So forth, so on. If you need anything, need any help, just let me know if there's anything I can do. So I plan on, I plan on being a little bit more involved in that aspect of it in the future. Well, the, re- the reason but, I ask Andrew is I know from, you know, being in that position myself, you know, part of recruiting is, you know, walking a kid around campus and, yep. you know, uh, shaking hands and introducing him to the people that we know and the yep. people that will help him out on campus, the important people to know. And then, you know, showing them around the, the facility and sitting in the room with him, with the, with the player, the recruit himself, but also with mom and dad and answering any questions. And it's, yep. you know, with everyone quarantining, um, I figure it's tough to actually make that, um, you know, that, that personal connection where you can, you know, look someone in the eye and uh, walk them around to the, Hey, this is the admissions office. This is the person you need to talk to. Hey, this is the counseling. This is the person you need to talk to. Hey, this is the coach. What questions do you have? That's going to be your stall. You know, here's your Jersey, that kind of stuff. I've I've also been told, cause I'm with you on that. The, uh, cause you and I did a lot of that together, but I've also been told that that's the old school way of doing it. Now I've, I've been informed that text messaging and just phone calls and, Social media reaching out that way is the new way to do it. That you don't have to go, you don't have to go see anybody now. You can just do it all via technology. Mm. But I'm I'm old school. A handshake and, and eye contact goes a long ways, in my opinion. Hey, I blew up. I I blew up text messages when I was doing yeah. that. So it, 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 you can do both, in my opinion. But uh, mm-hmm. what, what the heck do I know? I'm I'm old school, apparently. So yeah, yeah, we're not hockey guys. Yeah, you know, that's the truth. Just ask. Yeah. We'll tell well, you. Yeah. We have cool titles, but we're not hockey guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you this, Andrew. How about this? I got hit up. Well, this is, we're not hockey guys, but someone was kind enough to ask me to be on a podcast. Really? Yes. Uh, a guy named Scott Strandy, who uh, uh, does, um, um, he does a little podcast. He follows the Arizona schools and the stuff okay. out there in the desert. And he has a thing called the Ice Time Hockey Southwest yeah, I think I follow them on Twitter. Yeah, it's kind of difficult to say. It doesn't exactly roll off the tongue, but he has a podcast every Wednesday night or so. Heck, it's probably going right now. And um, so he asked me to be on it last week, and that was kind of nice. Yeah. Um, so, and I just, I think he asked one question, and I blithered on for about 20 minutes. So he's like, oh, that's all the time we have. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, I'm like the president in that respect. Ask me one question, and boom, I'm gone. He, did he have a uh, did he have as cool of intro as we've got? Oh come on, no, no, <laughs> there's no way, there was no way. He, uh, but it was um, it was kind of interesting. And then so there was that was one thing. And then I got, you know, I'm the commissioner for the A conference, right? Yeah. But I'm also the commissioner for the B conference. Oh, you mean one one A and and one B? Uh, <laughs> Midwest College Hockey, the other conference that I oversee. And, uh, I got asked the other day, um, if I knew anybody that does podcasts hmm. and I was like, Hmm, maybe why, what do hmm. you ask? Well, I'd like to get one going for the MCH. And I'm like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> well, let me sit down and talk to you there, young man. Yeah. What do you need to know? So, uh, yeah. So there, there might be another podcast coming in the future. Uh, these poor people. I know. Well, <laughs> you know what the thing is? And, and I figured it's probably two totally different audiences. 
right? Because at first I thought, well, come on, there's nobody that wants to listen to me for 18 hours a day. Come on. Yeah. Um, thank God. I don't want to listen to myself that long, but, um, two totally different audiences because this is kind of, you know, the West coast or the Western part of the United States and, uh, the MCH is, you know, St. Louis, Illinois, Nebraska, Iowa, that kind of thing. Kind of that Midwest and that kind of, yeah. So now that I've almost offended everybody over on, you know, West of the Mississippi, (laughs) I can now offend most of the people up there in the Midwest is what I figured. Yeah. Yeah, might as well, right? Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. Oh, well. Yeah, very cool. What can you do? So that's that's kind of interesting. And then, um, yeah, and then uh, it's just been kind of, you know, I'm getting ready to, like I said, I've, uh, you know, we all got kind of suckered on this spring break thing. Everyone, all kids come home for spring break and then say, oh, King's X. Yeah. Kids yeah, aren't coming not, back. Not going back, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, so this weekend I'm going back. I've got to go empty out a room and fill yeah, up a storage pick facility, up pick up a car, all that kind of junk. That's no fun. It's been sitting up there for, I'm going to go back to the fort, so I'm looking forward to some Music City hot chicken. I hope they do curbside delivery. I'm looking forward to some Cosmos pizza. I'm looking forward to maybe some Big Al's, uh, a 60-40 burger. Yeah, um, you better. Better hope they do curbside. Yeah, boy, isn't that the truth? Isn't that the truth? <laughs> you might be eating at Burger King. <laughs> but uh, the nice thing is I'll be driving back, and so I'm probably going to uh, bring back some uh, some decent beer on the way back home. There you go. So, uh, yeah, I'm not looking forward to the drive up or the drive back, but I'm looking forward to getting up there and getting it over with. Yeah, get it, so, getting it done. Yeah, you know, it's that time. So. What a deal! Yeah. All right, Andrew. Well, hey, do, do you have anything else that that we didn't touch on during this uh, quarant this uh, suboptimal extra edition no. of the quarantine edition of the WCHL podcast? You know what? I think we have beat the quarantine to death right now. <laughs> we, hey, uh, we want to apologize again to everybody for subjecting. You thought you guys just thought you were free for the summer. Hey, so did yeah, <laughs> yeah. You only, only thought you were rid of us. <laughs> So what a, what a deal, what a deal I could, you know, I could go into a gritch and a gripe, but I'm not going to because, uh, everyone's ready for us to shut the heck up and get out of here. Go, they want to go back and watch Waco or whatever it is that you said. Yeah. They want to, they want to tune into Tiger King now and see what, what that's all about. What was that? Molly's, Molly's best. Uh, Molly's game. Molly's game. Yeah. I'm going to have game. I'm going to have to go find that one and add it to my, to watch list. Yeah. Just uh, what is it? Jessica Chastain is the actress in it, so it's good. All right, all right, all right. Well, we appreciate uh, all eleven of you listening, and um, we pre- we hope that each of you are staying safe and washing your hands and wearing your masks and keeping your social distance. Um, we hope to see you in the fall, and with a uh, with a, a ten team conference. We hope the games get going. Um, it would really suck for the new general manager for Oklahoma to, for his team not to be able to play. Yeah, just to be spitting and sputtering along. <laughs> what, a, what a way to get your regime kicked off on the yeah. right foot, huh? Yeah, yeah, real big backfire here. Sorry, man, no can do. <laughs> yeah, su- sorry. Su- sucks to be you. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, everybody stay safe and um, uh, stay safe. We'll we'll check in maybe in a week or so. Um, yep. I can review that Molly's game or something, whatever. Yeah. You tell, me all, you tell me all about Zoe. You watch Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Oh, I can't watch that. I've I've set through about a total of probably 15 minutes of that thing, and it's awful. It's incredible. I can't, I can't, I can't handle it. <laughs> oh, you're, you're, just, you're just not cultured at all. It's, Come on. 
as, as soon as they start busting out into song, I just can't handle it. <laughs> just like, oh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, th- I think the little, I, th- I think she's cute and I think it's a cute little show. So anyways, all right, Andrew, we'll hey, smokes. get get us on out of here. I'm going to hit, you tell me when to hit the button and then I'll get you out. All right. Well, everybody stay safe out there. Wash your hands. Stay six feet away from each other and uh, take care of yourselves. And that way you can come back and listen to us in a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs>